Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Jackson Dean and a big surprise from Luke Combs. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of January 9th, 2023. And now for the hottest news in country this week. The hottest. The hottest. Have to kick things off with a very exciting announcement. Track 45 is our all-country news artist of the year, and we were able to give them a plaque. They also, if you hadn't already heard... Do the track song for this podcast, which we are so grateful for. We love these guys. They are so talented. Make sure you check them out ASAP. Exciting news for all of my Houston Rodeo fans. They finally released their star-studded lineup. The event will take place February 28th through March 19th. And there are so many amazing acts like Brooks and Dunn and John Party, Brad Paisley, Luke Bryan, Chris Stapleton, Kenny Chesney. The list goes on and on, folks. So if you have ever wanted to attend or were thinking of attending, make sure you check that out ASAP. Tickets go on sale January 12th, and you are not going to want to miss out on this. These are going to fly like hotcakes. Morgan Wallen surprised fans by sharing a teaser of a new song that he's going to release, and it honors the late, great Keith Whitley. It's a really incredible sneak peek, so if you haven't gotten the chance to listen to it yet, it's up on his socials now. And it made several references to many amazing songs like I'm No Stranger to the Rain, Kentucky Bluebird, and I Never Go Around Mirrors. Big news for all my Yellowstone fans. Luke Grimes announced on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon that he will be heading into the studio to record his debut album and that it should be out this March, which totally blew my mind. I thought we might have to wait a little bit longer, so myself as a huge Yellowstone fan is over the moon about this one. I have another really amazing Vegas residency announcement. This one has me on the floor. The chicks are headed for a six-night residency, and I, for one, am freaking out about it. They'll be playing six nights at Zappos Theater May 3rd, 5th, 6th, 10th, 12th, and 13th. Tickets for that go on sale January 13th at 10 a.m., And you are not going to want to miss out on this. These are literally going to sell out in seconds. They're going to break records, so get ready. So excited about this next item that we have. I am so excited to announce that our all-country news Friday find is Ashley Puckett. She is an incredible artist who's been influenced musically by country females like Leanne Womack, Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Jodie Messina, and Leanne Rimes. She is so incredible. She is 
hitting the road, playing her guitar, and you are not going to want to miss out on her. Make sure you check out her most recent single, Tequila, as well as the rest of her catalog. She is definitely an artist to watch out for. And now it's time to dive into the hottest releases in country this week. The hottest. The hottest. Jackson Dean released his sophomore single, Fearless, The Echo, and it's so incredible. This to me is definitely the rock side of country on this, and the message is all about feeling fearless in life about so many things, except that special someone, they always just get you down to your core, and I think that is a message that so many people can relate to. He is another artist to watch out for. He has literally been everywhere I go, I see his name, so... Don't expect it to go away anytime soon and can't wait to see what he comes out with next. This next release I am beyond excited about. Elle King dropped her new female power anthem, Tulsa, and I don't think this woman will ever release a bad song as long as she is making music. Everything she touches is pure gold and she is just honestly such a powerhouse She's one of my favorite artists, not only in the country genre, but in music in general. She's so incredible. This song is so much fun. Even the boys will love this one. It is so great. Make sure you check this out and the rest of her catalog. Also, she is heading out on the road, so make sure you head over to her website to check out those dates now. Chase Rice continues to bless us with more songs from his upcoming album, I Hate Cowboys and All Dogs Go to Hell. And there's three tracks out right now, I Hate Cowboys, Way Down Yonder, Key West, and Colorado. I am obsessed with all three, but make sure you check out Key West and Colorado. That one is just so fun, and I cannot wait to hear the rest of this album. Casey Tindall and Dylan Marlowe paint a picture of a redneck heaven in place for me. And I know there are going to be so many people dying over this one because these two are such a legendary collab. Two really incredible up-and-coming artists. And this song is like emotional, but also has some fun to it. It is so great. Make sure you add it to your list. It's a must-listen for the week. Tyler Hubbard penned a really new sweet song called Me For Me alongside Russell Dickerson and Thomas Rhett. And this song is all about how his special someone loves him for who he is. Such a sweet song. I could definitely see this one being super popular at radio. Muscadine Bloodline released their upbeat Teenage Dream tune called Teenage Dixie. And this one is so fun for me because something I have probably talked about before, but back in like my teen years, I went through this big like punk rock kind of emo phase in music. And, you know, for me, that was definitely like Fallout Boy, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, like Dashboard Confessional, all those goodies and this actually feels very much like punk rock to me but it's like country goes punk rock it's so awesome I am so here for it and I love this duo make sure you check this one out Josh Ross released a new single where he got very vulnerable about heartbreak 
in his new ballad named Trouble, and it is so great. I am loving the vocals on it, but also this is a song that all of my brokenhearted friends can definitely get into. So, so good, and also so emotional. Definitely check this one out. Brett Eldridge has released an incredible new single titled Hideaway, and of course his vocals shine through just like every single song he releases. His voice will always blow me away. It is definitely one of the most unique in the genre, and he never misses. Every song he releases is so good, and this one is so sweet. It's all about, you know, finding that hideaway with that special someone, kind of getting out of where you both have always been and being able to enjoy each other in a new, like, kind of exciting environment. And it's just such a great song. Another must-listen for the week. Old Dominion kicked off 2023 with a new nostalgic single titled Memory Lane. And, of course, it's good because it's Old Dominion. It is an absolute bop, but also... The song is just so nostalgic. It'll have you all in your feels, and it's such a great take on the term memory lane. Definitely check this one out. Another must-listen for the week. You can listen to all the new music I just mentioned and more all on our All Country News Spotify playlist. Also, you can check out all the upcoming album releases on allcountrynews.com and make sure you sign up for our weekly newsletter so you can get all this and more sooner. For this week's episode, we have a very special guest. Bobby got to sit down with the incredible Matt Thomas, the frontman of Parmalee, and you can hear that all here now. I want to kick off by talking about touring with Walker Hayes. I think you guys and Walker, it's such a great, you know what I mean? Just mash up you guys on tour. I'm sure it was hilarious. So kind of talk to me about touring with Walker and some of your favorite moments. It was, it's funny. I just heard fancy like on the radio when I was pulling up the driveway and I just kind of cranked it up and was bumping it. Um, it was just fun. It was, it was a perfect fit. I think his, his audience is our audience and, uh, you know, it was probably the most easygoing tour we've ever been on. Everybody's just kind of laid back and cool and, uh, you know, watching him perform every every night. He's got his kids out there and it's just like a circus all day long. You know, uh, you run into these kids everywhere you go. So we kind of got to know them a little bit and we're, uh, you know, just uh, it, it's just a really cool like family environment. No, I love it. I feel like lately I've been seeing a lot of videos or hearing a lot about end of tour pranks. Did you guys get involved in that at all? Or were there, was there any pranking or shenanigans going on during the tour? <laughs> you know, we're, we're more jokesters. We're not pranksters. So I, I I don't really, we don't really pull pranks on people. We've done that before in the past and it's just stresses everybody out. I'm like, Let's just get, we, we gave each other end of tour gifts. Uh, we gave his uh, family a nice ping pong table and then he gave us a nice uh, luggage, each of us nice luggage. So that, that, that was cool. That was, a, that was way better than a prank. Oh, I, <laughs> love I think that. Walker, Walker's like that too. He, we, we, you know, we just, it's just kind of like uh, easy going, no drama, just, you know. I no, love, I love it. So talk to me a little bit more about touring. I feel like all of your songs just really get the crowd going, but was there one that you guys were just so excited to perform every night that you knew would just kind of bring the house down? 
Um, I just the way he's always, you know, well, take my name too. Take my name. You get everybody lighting their lighters up and you, you know, we make, make people do that, but it was awesome to see that. But then for us, girl and mine was the, was the, the fun one because it's new and, and we kind of got an intro to it. And we, we did this whole guitar solo thing into this crowd chant and then we go into the song and it's just like the energy is just wide open. So that was always my favorite part. And plus it being a new song, it's just fun to play and you know, you kind of move to it. So it's, um, that, that was, to me, my highlight was playing Girl in Mine at all these shows. I love it. Well, Girl in Mine is definitely one of my favorites this year. As you can see, I'm building my country wall behind me, but I'm a That's massive it. 90s country fan. And I love okay. that you kind of took this, you know, nostalgic 90s twist and threw it into your song. So kind of yeah. talk to me about Girl in Mine and how it ended up in the universe. Um, Well, it was a, t it was a little snippet that the co-writers had brought to me a little part of the course and when I heard it I was like whoa I said that's that's right along our alley and so I was like I want to write this I want to finish this and so we just sat in there kind of you know followed the just the way take my name formula let's just kind of keep it in the same vein so it's going to be the third one out and uh just kind of wrote it that way and you know just like we've been doing speaking directly to the girl and you know trying to have a, some some swag to it and that kind of thing so it just it just felt right when I heard when I heard the title and I heard that little snippet of the course that they had started I was like yeah that's that's it. And, and then we had a bunch of great songs on the album that we, you know, we, we love, but we just knew it was time to move on. And, and the song was the, was the one to do it. I love it. Did you guys get any like big say in the single art? I love that. It's like this t-shirt. It's kind of, you're like, what is this? It's kind of mysterious. And then you listen to it. You're like, Oh, this totally makes yeah. sense. Just a throwback to the old uh, early 2000s ringer t-shirts, I guess. We <laughs> We had some Harley merch that had that used to be in Ringer T. So there were several different designs. It was like the 70s like uh, font with the old Ringer T-shirt kind of stuff. So it just, when you're going for that stuff, you really, you really just have to, you want to catch somebody's eye. And if it's too busy, they don't get, they don't get it. It's just a small thumbprint, you know? Um, and that, that goes back to when we used to make posters for the, for the band, you know, you would see all these posters with this, with this elaborate artwork and all this writing and everything, but you couldn't, you didn't know. We were like, name of the band, date, club. That's all you need. You don't need anything else. I love uh, it. Well, speaking marketing. of the name of the band, date, club, you guys are headed out on tour. Super excited. Mm -hmm. You're actually stopping in Chicago on my 30th birthday, and that's where I yes. am. Here. So I will be ringing in a new decade with you guys. Very, very excited for that. So talk to me about going on tour, your own headlining tour. I mean, how does that process of like getting ready to go on tour go? I don't feel like a lot of people kind of know. They just see the final product. Um, It's been something we've been working on over the past you know, couple of years. And we've done headlining tours before, but nothing like this where we have, you know, two back-to-back -back number ones coming out of the pandemic, been on the tour with Walker and, and, you know, been out doing our own thing. So it's just a combination of, of really building, building fans, building fans by playing these shows. And now we get to go out and, and play our own show for our, our, you know, hardcore fans. And, and that's really a, a test of, of, you know, what you're doing out there. And that's, that's what you ultimately build for. I mean, you know, so you got to step out there and, and do it. You can't just sit back and, you know, ride coattails of everybody else is packing the shows out. You got to get out there and give it a shot, you know? And I mean, we're excited. We're, we're working on, uh, we got some new songs we've been working on recording that we'll be in, making to the new set. We got all new production, everything, which is going to happen, start happening in a, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, so we're excited about getting that whole package put together and, and, 
you know, VIP packages and things that we can offer the fans that, that um, we haven't, you know, been in the past couple of years. No, I love that. And I love that, like, the VIP packages and the meet and greets are coming back. I think that's something that I love about country concerts. And when, like, my parents started to take me to country concerts back in the day, meeting these artists and then being to see them up on stage, I love that you guys are bringing that back. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, we've it was kind of dicey there for a little bit, but I think everybody's ready to kind of hang out and, you know, kind of get back with everybody. It's like a, I mean, country music fans, it's, it, they, they stick with you, you know, for your career. And that's a big, that's a big deal. And so these things matter and you have to do them. And, and um, it's just, it's just part of it, you know? I love it. So let's talk about the elephant in the room, your third number one single, the name of your tour, my, one of my favorite songs of the year, the top yeah. country airplay song of the year, Take my name. Are you guys surprised by all of or any of kind of how this song just completely took on a life of its own? Yeah. I mean, blown away because when we wrote the song, which was in the back of the bus at some show, we kind of finished it. We wrote the song, you know, first of all, I was kind of reserved about doing a wedding song. And so I was kind of working with the guys. I was like, I can't say this kind of stuff. I got to say it like I would say it, you know? So that was, so we mapped it out, but we played it on the bus and, and we all kind of felt like, wow, that sounds like something cool. I don't know what it is. It just sounds like it's got something to it. And that's all you can really take out of a a, a, hit, a song uh, writing session. You never come out of there. A lot of, if you ever come out going, oh, smash, smash, it usually never is. So I don't say that. I'm like, it's felt good. It felt like we had something. And um, even going into the second single after just the way we were trying to find out what the next single was. And, and it was, you know, we were like, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, take my name has to be it. It follows it perfectly. Had some other people pulling for some other songs. And, and it was like, no, nah, this is the one, but we had no idea it was going to take off and be the most played song of the year. It was going to be most uh, spent like 25 weeks in the top 10 or something like that. Uh, just crazy. And it's still like top recurring. And, and, my sister sent me a video yesterday of her and her little girl shopping in Walmart and it's playing over the the speakers. And I'm like, it still doesn't feel real. <laughs> no, I love that. I think one of my favorite things as it started to come out, being on TikTok, seeing the amount of people that use this at their wedding. So what yeah. does that mean to you guys that you're able to take this song that's so personal to you and make it so personal for other people on arguably their biggest day of their life? Um, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's the things you share with somebody forever that that'll never go away. You know, that they'll always remember that song, you know, with their wedding and that date and that time period in their life when they were coming up or whatever that was. And, and that's the cool thing about a song like this is whether somebody's at the point where they are stuck in what they listen to all the time or their old stuff, they, they can hear a song like this and it could like be something new for them, a new sound because they had it at their wedding. It's just a, a new way to discover new fans and, and people just discovering us. It's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. I know it's been so fun hearing your song all over, but we always wrap up our interviews with a really fun rapid fire question game, but we always preface it with take as much time as you need. <laughs> <laughs> rapid, take as much time as you need. <laughs> take as much time as you need. I know we were interviewing one person and they're like, Oh my God, I'm not good at this. We're like, take as much time as you need. So here to kick go. things off here, if you guys, Parmalee, could have any of your songs on any TV show that's either on the air or off the air, what show do you think the group would collectively want to be on? Oh, man. <laughs> that's a great question. 
Thank you. <laughs> Great question. I guess I'd say Yellowstone right now, but I don't know if it would fit the Yellowstone, uh, you know, kind of sound that's kind of got their own thing, but that would be a cool one to be on some way. I love it. I think that would be so fun. So we've been asking people all year, what is on their rider when they're on tour or what's like the strangest thing that you guys have to have? We've gotten everything from like gummy bears to, you know what I mean? Certain kind of chip. So what's on your guys's rider? <laughs> Hot and spicy Cheez-Its, for sure. Baby wipes. You got to have a bunch of baby wipes. Must have. A um, couple of bottles of tequila, preferably, you know. I don't know. I've been digging the, the Cody Go stuff lately, so maybe I'll just put that on the rider. <laughs> um, the case of Bush Light. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any of the quirky, funny things. It's pretty, pretty easy. Bounty paper tiles, for sure. We're dudes. I, mean, like, I love it. Paper towels, um, tequila, and baby wipes. I that's think right. That's all you need. When I come see you guys in Chicago, I'll have baby wipes and Cheez-Its. So I'll yeah. just like hold them hey, up in the crowd. Get you. You'll be like, there there every time. <laughs> Look, I, <laughs> I can't lie. There was a, we were in the green room and it was the fresh, a whole roll of paper towels. I was like, don't leave that. Grab that. I put it in my bag. I got, I got to the, I got home and, the, and, the, and I looked and I was down to one paper towel and I looked in my bag. I was like, yeah, I knew I took this. <laughs> That's like me during the pandemic. I would leave my parents' house and like grab like rolls of toilet paper because you, you couldn't find anything. <laughs> I would literally like bring five or six home with me. I love that. <laughs> So let's talk about writing. You guys, I love your style of writing and how just collaborative it feels. But if you could sit down or have, you mean, all of Parmalee sit down with anybody to do a co-write, who would you guys really want to write with? Man, that's great. Um, you know what would be cool is to write with Elton John and Bernie Taupin. That would be cool. Oh my God. Elton John and Parmalee. I'm like putting that out into the universe. That has to happen. Yeah. That will be that will be badass. Awesome, I love it. So, speaking of touring, if you guys could tour with anybody, and I'm gonna even throw it out to like living or non-living, like what would be a banger Parmalee tour would have to include blank? That's great. Um, I'm I'm going off of I'm just gonna go off of who we're fans of. Oh yeah, I love that. And it, uh, Food Fighters will be epic. <laughs> I would love that. That would be huge. A Dave Grohl. Hey, Taylor Matt Swift, Taylor. too. I'd love to go on tour with Taylor Swift. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Oh, my God. I love that idea. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Both of these. I feel like now you just have to have, like, a Parmalee festival and just have, like, all of your favorites on there. I know if I, I had would a love festival, to do that. Yeah. if I had a festival, we'd have to, like, bring Keith Whitley back from the dead. And, oh, like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Almond Brothers, we love all those classic guys, and that that was just who we loved growing up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's so many different artists. Uh, you know, whether it would fit perfect, who knows? But I'd just be fanning out the whole time. Oh my gosh, I love and I love that you love Greg Allman. That's what I grew up on. So oh, that's yeah. like my mom's favorite. How I ended up loving country music. My mom's like, but I don't know how you how you found it. So, but we are rolling <laughs> into the new year. Super exciting. You guys have a great year ahead of you. I can already feel it. What are you most looking forward to for yourself and for Parmalee going into the new year? 
I'm looking forward to, first of all, <laughs> we just finished the other day. So I've got my whole house is just a mess of like gear and, and everything's kind of here. I got to, I got to get in my, get, get our new set uh, done with our new songs. Um, uh, I've got uh, some amazing songs coming out. I'm ready to get mixed and finally set. I hopefully put an album out. I'm, I'm shooting for top of summer. And I'm going to press everybody for that because I know we got uh, some great songs and, and it's time to put some new stuff out to continue that. But to hit the road doing our Take My Name tour with the new set, with the new songs and with an album on the way. That's that's what I'm really looking forward to. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Super awesome chatting with you. And I can't wait to spend my birthday with you in Chicago. Let's go. Let's party. Come on. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much. Have a great rest right. of your day. Yeah. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, happy holidays. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Before I sign off, you know we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Luke Combs covering Morgan Wallen's The Way I Talk, acoustic, and it is obviously to die for. Luke Combs is a superstar Everybody knows it, and this video is just another reminder of why that is. Definitely your must-watch for the week. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.